0: Good morning and welcome to the Cato Institute, or good afternoon I should say. My name is Ian Vasquez, I direct the Center for Global Liberty and Prosperity. The rise of China has been one of the most fascinating and consequential episodes of economic and social transformation of any country in history. It is unprecedented in its scale and its speed and for the same reason it has had a major impact on the world economy and on international affairs. There is no question that the Chinese are better off today because of economic reform and high growth than was the case when that process began in the late 1970s. But that doesn't mean that the liberalization process has been smooth, that it has been applied to all areas of life, much less all areas of the economy, or that such an agenda is complete or even close to being accomplished. Far from it. On the Fraser Institute's Economic Freedom Index, China places 111th out of 157 countries. It has gone far, implementing important reforms from a low starting point, but it has much further to go and, as predicted, is starting to see diminishing returns from a lack of continued liberalization. On the Human Freedom Index, which also takes into account uh, personal and civil liberties, uh, and it is published by the Cato Institute, the Fraser Institute, and the Liberalis Institute in in Germany, China ranks 132 out of 152 countries. China is far from being free, and it would be a mistake to call it a modern country. The regime in Beijing has long kept uh, a lid on or tried to control free speech, freedom of assembly, association, the political system, and the whole array of basic civil rights. In my view, the Communist Party is currently uh, dealing with the classic dictator's dilemma. Economic liberalization has led to high growth and some amount of social stability, but it has also given the Chinese a greater degree of autonomy and enabled them to more effectively demand civil and political freedoms. To the extent that Beijing grants those, the Communist Party will lose political control, an option it clearly does not want reversing or halting necessary reforms however will only lead to more repression will not only lead to more repression but slower growth thus causing social instability uh, that threatens the communist party's ability to exert c- political control it's unclear how this drama uh, will eventually unfold but since the assuming the presidency in 2013 Xi Jinping has concentrated more power in his hands than anybody since Mao Zedong, centralizing his authority uh, over the party, the military, and the whole government apparatus. This has been accompanied by a deterioration in human rights that includes the rise of arbitrary arrests and detentions, a crackdown on academic freedom, the persecution of ethnic groups, and increasing restrictions on journalists, the Internet, religious organizations, and other groups in civil society. One of the most impressive features of China's transformation is that it has been accompanied by the activism and courage of numerous outspoken civil rights proponents who have been willing to risk severe persecution and to stand up to power, publicly denouncing uh, abuses and unambiguously calling for greater political and civil freedoms we are extremely honored today to have an outstanding panel of some of china's most well-known leading advocates of civil rights they are much better than me at explaining what's going on inside of china so let us begin uh with the first speaker i will introduce each one of them uh, uh before they speak and uh that will be Chang guan chang he is Uh, long been an advocate of people's rights especially in the rural areas and especially uh, women's rights land rights and calling uh, uh, calling on uh, the government to respect basic uh, uh, rights of people's uh, people's reproductive rights he is often known as uh, the barefoot lawyer and became well-known about 10 years ago when he led a class action suit against a local government precisely for its abuse of its one-China policy. That led to four years of imprisonment followed by house arrest. Some of you might recall that in April 2012, he escaped house arrest, made his way to the U.S. Embassy in Beijing, and eventually was able to uh, come to, to the United States, where he is now uh, uh, serving at the Catholic uh, University here in Washington. And he has since published a book called The Barefoot Lawyer, A Blind Man's Fight for Justice and Freedom in China. Please help me welcome Mr. Cheng Guancheng.
1: Thank you. Thank you. Uh, ladies and gentlemen, uh, 啊, uh,
2: ladies and gentlemen, and uh, friends new and old, um, I'm very happy to again have the opportunity to uh, have an exchange with friends that have been supportive of us for a long time in terms of China's, uh, the cause of China's human
1: rights. 今年下半年山东就有超过两百人被中共迫害
2: uh, The ch- rights condition in China continues to deteriorate um, In the second half of 2015 alone More than 200 people have been persecuted by the government in Shandong
1: province and the
2: one party dictatorship of the CCP is the ultimate source of um, China's failure to reach democracy and freedom and social justice.
1: 也是世界文化, 人类文明, and it
2: is also the greatest threat to universal. Uh, rights and
1: the, um, the human progress. Uh, it is the greatest hurdle to the above. Uh,
2: the CCP persecution is ongoing and it is, so, it is so tremendous and profuse that it's really not possible to document it um, in any way.
1: 我想说中共政权根本不同于一般意义上的政府它通过政法委控制所有的公检法司等国家机关通过中宣部控制所有的媒体 uh, um, There's really
2: no uh, there 's really no way to equate the Chinese regime with uh, <coughs> the government with, uh, the, with the government in any normal sense of the word um, through its public security apparatus it controls the judiciary and all branches of justice and at the same time through the central pro- propaganda department it, uh, it turns all media into its own um, loudspeaker
1: department, <laughs> 即分支决定任何一级党政官员的任免目前中共的 Sorry.
2: Through the um Central Party Disciplinary Committee, uh, the government, the party appoints all officials. And so the state, uh, so the party, in effect, uh transcends everything else, the state, the will of the people, um, and uh, asserts its will over everything
1: else. So,
2: the Chinese government only has one aim, and it is to continue um, its, its reign. And it does so by taking hostage the entire people of China and the political system. In order to maintain this authoritarian rule, the party uh, takes um, a budget that that exceeds its military budget in terms of domestic uh, stability maintenance uh, to keep a lid on its
1: people so long as the government perceives
2: that you are a threat, that you pose a threat to its rule, it would um, take any means necessary
1: to crack down. Uh, so
2: every day the government engages in kidnapping, uh, illegal detention, black jails, uh, uh, putting uh, uh, putting covers on people's heads and leading them away and uh, other illegal forms of
1: uh, interference. Uh, beating and torture
2: and collateral um, persecution of family members of activists is commonplace. And also the government would uh, arrest and detain uh, protesters that try to follow the government's own issued process of petitioning. 嗯,
1: 人民怨声载道, 啊, uh,
2: there's a loud uh, public outcry against this kind of treatment and uh, human rights lawyers um, are another uh, major group of the, and who are the target of this persecution.
1: In terms of its
2: um reaction to the outside, uh in terms of its foreign uh, policy and activities, the government has a all-sweeping uh, multi-pronged uh, initiative where in the in the areas of media and of uh me uh, enough academic freedom it uh, it co ops and infiltrates.
1: Uh, the uh, the November second report uh by Reuters on uh,
2: CCR HRW uh, is is one such uh
1: proof. 中共通過中央國際廣播電台購買播出十段貨持油股份等形式在全球之手收買了14個國家的媒體。收買美國
2: so, through um, various ways of uh, purchases, including buying shares, the uh, central government propaganda um, channels have bought into the media of 14 different countries, including in the United States.
1: Mm-hmm. Um,
2: where they uh, put out a lot of uh, misinformation um, and to build on its so called united-front efforts
1: of co-optation. Uh, however,
2: the trends of history are irreversible. Um, The ideas that the Communist Party stands for have become utterly corrupt. The party itself does not believe in it any longer, and very few people in China actually
1: uh, do today. The Chinese people have
2: awakened now, and they are gradually overcoming their inner fear.
1: Jungung um, so the
2: the misinformation and lies that the government used to rely on uh, are no longer working, and it's only through coercion that the government can still hang on to its rule. Um, at the same time, through the growth of civil society in China um, and the increasingly networking and coming together of uh, civil society opposition is becoming harder and harder to keep at bay..
1: Uh uh, That balance
2: of power between state and society is shifting every day, and the government can can no longer uh, shut off uh, sources of information that it does not
1: like. So it's...
2: Uh, authoritarian rule is facing unprecedented challenges.
1: 不管是中共动用新华社来抹黑网民屠夫的杀猪模式和维权律师,还是出动央视来逼迫记者维权者公开认罪,都说明中共在现代媒体阵地上的节节败退。都说明中共在现代媒体阵地上的节节败退。不得不现出原型, so, uh,
2: starting with the government's attempt to discredit the rights activist uh, Tufu, uh, the so-called butcher, and his campaigns to go after corrupt officials by parading him uh, on uh, Xinhua television, on state television, uh, to doing the same to rights lawyers, uh, co- forcing them to confess before they've even had their day in court, all show that the government has lost its grip on politics in the traditional sense and is now forced to retreat to an old bag of tricks to attempt to discredit civil society.
1: Uh, the government's uh,
2: decision to go after the people who raise issues rather than the issues themselves have also then enlightened um, Chinese people and making them understand what kind of government this is. Uh, like the case when during my own illegal detention at home.
1: Uh, netizens
2: from uh, every part of China uh, came crowd uh, came uh, running to my village uh, trying to visit me.
1: So the government actually
2: hired literally up to a thousand um, thugs to round them up and to deter them from
1: coming. Uh And so the
2: CCP issued a nationwide order to public security around the country. So they either kept those visitors at home or blocked them on their way uh, to my village.
1: 啊, Nonetheless,
2: a lot of them did manage to reach uh, my village.
1: 去到了这些朋友呢, 身上所在的财物, uh,
2: some of those that made it then uh, were robbed, all of all of their possessions.
1: 啊, 进行殴打, 酷刑, 啊, uh, the
2: government would throw them into sacks and uh, beat them up, um, torture them in various ways. Some of them were stripped of all their clothing and disposed of in hills that were a couple
1: hundred kilometers away. 嗯, 探访, 结果呢, a lot
2: of people actually didn't believe the reports that were coming out of my village and wanted to come and physically see for themselves. And once they did, they were compelled to realize the reality about the country we lived
1: in. Under
2: such circumstances, the law is a sham.
1: No.其实。從破害與反破害的這個博弈從未停止過。So
2: this gaming this uh tussle between the oppressor and the oppressed has never ended.
1: 這一過程可以說是中共在用實際行動幫助中國國民認清他的邪惡本質。
2: It's if, in effect, the government is helping the people of China realize uh, what kind of regime they really are.
1: And
2: accelerates public awareness uh, of its
1: rights.
2: This awareness will be the foundation on which we will build our Consciousness of our rights and our means of reaching
1: them.
2: This opposition has reached such robustness and scale, the government is finding it harder to deal with it. The transformation of China is inevitable.
1: The
2: world should prepare for the arrival of a democratic China.
1: And we live in the age
2: where the seeding of a cause on one part on one side of the globe can hope to flower and harvest on the
1: other side. If
2: we can all work hand in hand together, uh, we can help along this end to a barbarous dictatorship and to welcome the dawning, of a day of
1: freedom and justice.
2: So we hope that we would all hold hands together um, and work together to welcome an age with no Chinese Communist Party in it. Thank you very much.
1: Thank you.
0: Thank you so much. It's now my honor to introduce our next speaker, Wei Jing Sheng. He is one of the most well-known and long, longest uh, advocates of human rights and uh, civil rights in, in China. He became well-known in the 1970s. In 1978, he posted an essay in what, was then, uh, what then came to be called the, the Democracy Wall, called the Fifth Modernization, in which he called for democracy in China. Due to that and to his other activities, he spent more than 18 years in jail, and he continues uh, his activism here in the United States. He's the winner of numerous human rights awards, including the Robert F. Kennedy Memorial Human Rights Award, the European Parliament's Sakharov Prize for Freedom, and the National Endowment for Democracy Award. He has also been nominated seven times for the Nobel Peace Prize and has since um founded uh, the Overseas Chinese Democracy Coalition, and he's also the president of the Wei Jingsheng Foundation. Please help me welcome
3: Wei Jingsheng. 1st
4: I want to express my gratitude to the Cato Institute and the Professor Ye Yang for giving me this opportunity to talk about China
3: issues. In America, many their This is a
4: In the United States, there are lots of businessmen, especially those businessmen who invest in China and the other authoritarian states. They do not quite like human rights. They believe the demand for human rights would have a negative impact on their business. But this is a great misunderstanding or one-sided view.
3: They secretly
4: support dictatorship's violation of human rights, thinking that it can ensure them getting cheap labor and thus super high profit from selling the cheap goods in normal, normal developed countries.
3: In the past few decades, they have helped China, uh, they have
4: realized their strategy and they have helped China, the Chinese government to undermine the normal market order of the international trade. There are a large number of capitalists who got rich while more people fall into relative poverty at the same time. This has made the gap between rich and the poor even greater rapidly around the world and pushed the world gradually into an un-
3: an Unstable state. Why it is it so? First of all,
4: cheap labor makes a slow growth of purchasing power in China. And the other authoritarian states where those profit come from. Most of the values produced become financial wealth of the rich and the governmental revenues in those countries and supports unusual prosperity in the financial market
3: and the arms race. 这样的, 换句话说, its consequences
4: could be simply put this way. The growth of money is far greater than the growth of purchase power. The growth of goods is far greater than the growth of the market. Such an economy must rely on others' market to be maintained in other words to treat the others market as the colonies by exploiting those markets to sustain the rapid economic growth and ultra high profits.
3: 這樣的經濟模式給別人和自己的生產提供的市場雖然十分狹小,因此必須保持大量的貿易利差,才能維持低人權經濟模式的運轉,為了保持大量的貿易利差 Tabi Shium Gurdum Should and the
4: This kind of economic model inevitably provides a very small market for the products produced for itself and other undeveloped countries. Thus it is necessary to maintain a large trade deficit. In order to maintain the operation of the economic model with low human rights standard. In order to maintain a large trade deficit, it must use various means to disrupt the normal market order, including the manipulation of currency, falsified data, various non-trade barriers, and cleverly avoid international law arbitration, and so on.
3: 其次, 购买力增长缓慢, Secondly, the country with a free market economy cannot maintain order with
4: their own domestic laws. Thus, while they let cheap goods from the countries with low human rights flood their own market, they are unable to enter others' markets equally. This results in production declines and a slow growth of purchase power, and has to rely on borrowing from a financial market to sustain
3: consumption. 包括各个方面的, this
4: is like a person's blood getting gradually drained. So the body is consistently weakening, and it's not just a weakening of the economy, but a comprehension weakening of all the aspect.
3: 上述兩種國家的市場間的貿易之所以很不平衡,是因為他們的貿易不是在一個相同的市場人進行,不是在同等的條件下進行。
4: the reason for the uneven balance of the trade between the markets of those two types of country is because their trade is not carried out in the same type of market with the same kind of
3: condition. That is the unfair trade.
4: The main reason causing this unfairness is because the society that the market is relying on are not the same, as well as the legal and the human rights protection
3: are not the same. This is
4: like a reasonable person trying to deal with a rod without a precaution under this circumstance this reasonable person will suffer
3: for sure. Many businessmen
4: insisted that business is business and they only needed to care about money and which is not associated with human rights even though it may be sort of associated with the rule of law. From those from this perspective, that they make money for
3: themselves, maybe they are right. But the viewing from the country and the
4: market as a whole this statement is wrong. When those businessmen make money from the market differences, both societies are hurt. Not only those societies hurt economically, but people's lives were also hurt. It is unfair and unethical trade that must be controlled by the
3: state. In China and are and they are In the bilateral trade between China
4: and the United States, business people are in different legal and social environments. In the United States, they are subject to to be treated fairly by law. In China, they face unfair treatment in law and human rights. They
3: must balance this unfairness in according with the Chinese law and order. Thus,
4: Unlawful behavior such as bribery become the new order. This new order polluted the politics and the society in China, and inevitably it would spread into the into
3: the politics and the society in United States. Law what
4: is law? The first and foremost of law is to protect the individual rights, including property rights. Without protection for human rights and the property rights, commerce will lose its order and become purely speculation with a high risk.
3: 这种古典式的商业, 呃, This
4: classical speculative business and trade does not meet the needs of a modern economy. It is also a fact of destruction for a modern economy that has been developed in
3: a more orderly fashion. 才能够平衡不同法律体系的市场之间的贸易 Unless there's
4: a change of the political and legal system to make them more equal only through legislation in the individual countries may may one control and thus balance the trade between the markets of different legal systems Only through elimination of the influence of the destructive factors, one might reach fairness and balance.
3: Otherwise, the
4: speculative prosperity of a few countries will bring the global recession. At the end, the These few countries would also get sucked in. This is the current situation of the global
3: global economy. Thank you
4: for listening. We may expand this discussion further through the Q&A session later.
0: Thanks very much. I'm sure there's a lot in that uh, presentation that advocates of human rights in China and outside of China, including our tr- Trade Center here at the Cato Institute, would f- would find uh, debatable and should should debate. So we thank uh, our, our uh, guest today for bringing up those issues. Where we wouldn't disagree at all is that the economic model of China does need uh, continued reform and, and much more improvement. Our next speaker, who will speak in English, is Dr. Ting Biao. He is an associate at the Carr Center for Human Rights Policy at the Harvard Kennedy School. He's a, an academic lawyer and a human rights activist. He was formerly a lecturer in the China University of Political Science and Law and a visiting fellow at Harvard Law School, at the Yale Law School, and at the Chinese University of Hong Kong since 2003. Uh, Tang has provided counsel to numerous uh, other human rights cases including those of uh, Dr. Cheng Wang Cheng and uh, various other cases including the religious freedom case of Falun Gong uh, in China. He co-founded the Open Constitution Initiative and is also a founder and president of China against the death penalty based in Beijing. He is currently uh, researching Uh, human rights, constitutionalism, criminal justice, legal theory, democratic theory, and transitional justice, uh, and uh, various social movements in China. Please help me welcome Teng Biao. Uh,
5: Thank you very much. Uh, According to the uh, Freedom Index of uh, uh, Cato Institute, uh, as well as other uh, uh, Democracy Index or Human Rights Index, uh, uh, written by Freedom House, Amnesty International, or Human Rights Watch, uh, Chinese human rights situation is always among the the worst uh, in in the world. Um, um, no matter we. Um, Talking about uh, torture of freedom of expression religious freedom death uh, penalty right to vote um, uh, the uh, ethnic uh, minority groups uh, and uh, other civil and political rights uh, for example um, uh, uh, since two thousand and nine at least uh, one hundred and forty seven tibetan people um, have uh, self immolated uh, um, And uh, since 1999, uh, more than 3,900 uh, uh, Falun Gong practitioners uh, have been tortured to death. And uh, hundreds of thousands uh, Falun Gong practitioners uh, were put uh, under uh, d- d- detention in, in various black jails. Um, and uh, the... Um, uh, uh, um, and uh, uh, but uh, since Xi Jinping came to power in late uh, 2012, um, the human rights situation in China uh, is obviously uh, deteriorating. Um, um, the impressive uh, roundup of the human rights lawyers is only a part of uh, the comprehensive crackdown of the whole uh, uh, civil society or the whole human rights movement. Um, and Many, many human rights lawyers uh, were put into prison and, uh, and some, uh, some were uh, disbarred and some were uh, put under house arrest and disappeared. Um, the, uh, the NGOs uh, many uh, uh, NGOs um, were shut down, uh, even those NGOs focusing on uh, um, uh, environmental uh, protection or women 's rights or LGBT rights um, uh, were not allowed to uh, to work um, and the the, the government uh, uh, has uh, destroyed uh, hundreds of uh, Christian churches. Um, uh, previously, uh, only the uh, uh, the house churches or underground churches uh, um, were persecuted. But since he came to power, um, many many Sanz教会, uh, uh, the uh, the official uh, Christian churches, uh, were also um, persecuted and uh, and harassed. Um, and uh, uh, more uh, censorship on, on internet and, uh, and 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 university uh, you know the document number 9 um, uh, uh, that uh, make uh, makes the uh, the scholars and, uh, and 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 writers uh, uh, more difficult to to express them uh, their their opinions um, and uh, 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 Xi Jinping government also strengthened uh, the uh gu uh, Li its kind of great uh, management of the uh, stability maintenance um, and um, and uh and in Xinjiang and Tibet uh, the uh, human rights situation is uh becoming worse and worse. Um um and uh not only in China but also uh out of China, uh Chinese government um um, wireless, uh human rights, and and freedom, and international uh, human rights uh, uh, standards. Uh, for example, uh, uh, Wang Yu, the human rights lawyer uh, Wang Yu's son, uh, sixteen-year-old son, uh, was kidnapped in Burma, and two other uh, human rights defenders. Uh, uh, um, who assisted him to smuggle out were also kidnapped and sent back to uh, to China, and uh, they are facing uh, severe uh, criminal charges. Um, And uh, uh, recently, very recently, um, a Hong Kong publisher with a a Sweden uh, passport uh, was kidnapped in Thailand and disappeared. And and two other, uh, uh, five other uh, human rights activists uh, in, in in Thailand were also uh, kidnapped and sent back to China. Uh, I uh, I know many um, uh, examples, uh, many cases that the uh, the dissidents or, or human rights activists who uh, are living in United States and other uh, uh, democratic countries were uh, attacked by the uh, the, the government's uh, hired hooligans. Um, um, so um so the uh, uh, the uh, the situation is is very very uh worrying um, and why the uh, uh, the new government the new uh, uh Xi Jinping government uh, cracked down the civil society the, uh so severely um, of course uh Xi jinping uh, is um, is kind of a dictator uh he's somebody uh, living in nineteen sixties uh, uh he will um uh, he actually uh, refused to accept any ideas of uh, democracy or, or human rights or, or, or constitutionalism. Um, but uh, my opinion is uh, the the reason of this this kind of crackdown, um, uh, the the persecution, uh, locates in in the uh, in the uh, social and political situation. Um, the first. Uh, Chinese Communist Party seems to be very powerful, uh, very strong. China has become the second largest economy in the world and uh, uh, plays a very important role in the uh, international stage. And uh, it seems to be it seems that uh, the Communist Party is very uh, confident uh, they can uh, arrest and detain anybody they they want, um, but actually uh, they are facing all kinds of crises, uh, political crisis. You know, the uh, the, the uh, anti-corruption campaign also uh, reflects the uh, and the conflicts between uh, among the top leaders and uh, the, uh, the the the. The conflicts between the people and local governments, uh, the, the Communist Party, um, and also economic uh, crisis. Uh, you know, the uh, uh, this year's uh, uh, stock market clash uh, uh, is uh, a small part of the uh, the uh, economic crisis and also uh, ideological uh, crisis. Um, um, uh, people don't believe in the official uh, propaganda, uh, the, the traditional communism. So they have to use uh, some some uh, traditional terms uh, in modern era, um, uh, and and sometimes they uh, uh, they uh, uh, go to the traditional uh, uh, Confucianism and other uh, legalism uh, to to defend their legitimacy. But uh, uh, actually. Uh, is very um difficult if not uh impossible uh the communist party uh to have their political legitimacy um and on the other hand um uh it's amazingly um it, it is an amazing thing that uh for the past 12 years uh, uh the uh, rights defense movement can be developed uh so rapidly and and uh, um and so many human rights defenders and and activists and NGOs appeared uh, since 2003. Um, uh, uh, In 2003, uh, there are only 20 or or 30 human rights lawyers, but now we have uh, maybe 800 or or 1,000 human rights lawyers. Even though the crackdown is is so uh, harsh, um, there are so many other uh, Humanize our lawyers and and activists are standing up to fight for uh, human rights and and uh, rule of law in china um, and uh, 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 since two thousand three uh, uh, there are at least three trends of the uh, rights defense movement uh, the first one is uh, uh, the the politi- politicalization uh, people uh, uh uh, Demands not only the uh, the constitutional rights, the uh, uh, in 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 some uh, uh, individual cases, but also uh, they demand uh, political rights. Uh, they try to push forward the the local uh, uh, democracy and and uh, uh, you know the uh, Charter O eight uh, that Doctor Liu Xiaobo uh, got the Nobel Peace Prize. So uh, so many. Uh, Dissidents and professors and and intellectuals, including me and and Professor Xia Yiliang, um, uh, wrote open letter to uh, to uh, uh, to to, uh, require uh, uh, meaningful political change. So we uh, and uh, we oppose uh, clearly the the, the one-party rule. Um, And uh, uh, the second one is uh, um, organization. it's very dangerous in China to organize some political uh, party or other political groups, um, but we use uh, internet technology and social media uh, to try uh, uh, to to organize people to to uh, set up all kinds of uh, online groups. Uh, we call it organizing without organization. So it's possible, and we we did use all kinds of uh, social media and new technology to uh, to. Uh, uh, to connect the people all over china and 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 the third one is uh uh is um uh taking the movement into the street uh so we defend uh, people's rights not only in the trial court not only uh 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 where online campaign but also we we uh we put the uh, the the movement into the street we organize and participate all kinds of uh street protests so all these things all these uh uh, uh Trend uh, make the Communist Party very nervous and very angry. Um, um, so uh, and, and uh, interesting. Uh, interestingly, uh, the Communist Party um, is not able to to, to mobilize people uh, as they did in in uh, Mao Zedong era. Uh, but uh, but more and more chinese people uh, support uh, publicly and privately the the human rights movement um, um, so to conclude um, um, you know china has uh, ratified uh, twenty five international human rights uh, conventions uh, but the Communist party is uh, ready to uh, violate uh, uh, all these uh, human rights uh, uh, laws uh, since the as, and since uh, the very beginning, um, but uh, unfortunately um, uh, the Western government uh, adopted uh, uh, policy of uh, appeasement um, and, and and paying more attention to business than uh, than human rights and, and freedom and um, the, uh, the the Isis the uh, the anti uh, the international anti-terrorism um, is a uh, bad news for Chinese uh, civil society and human rights uh, activists um, and and China uh, did not and uh, will not face uh, uh, adequate international pressure on human rights issue. Um, but uh, the Western countries should uh, realize that uh, Chinese repression and autocracy will harm not only uh, the uh, uh, freedom and human rights of Chinese people, um, but also uh, the Western people's uh, rights and uh, freedom, uh, as well as the uh, national uh, interest of United States and, uh, uh, and other uh, democratic states. Um, Okay, yeah. Thank you.
0: Thank you. Lastly, we will hear brief comments from my colleague, Xia Yeliang. He is a visiting fellow at the Cato Institute's Center for Global Liberty and Prosperity, where he works on institutional and policy reforms to make China a modern, uh, free society. Prior to joining the Cato Institute, uh, Professor Shaw was in the Department of Economics at Peking University where he taught since the year 2000. He was dismissed uh, from there in October 2013 because of his outspoken criticism of the Communist Party and his advocacy for democracy and human rights. He's been a visiting scholar at Stanford University, a visiting professor at the University of California in Los Angeles, and a visiting scholar at the University of California in, in Berkeley. Uh, as was just mentioned, uh, uh, Dr. Shaw, was also one of the original signatories to the Charter 08 uh, manifesto calling for constitutionalism and uh, democracy and respect for human rights along with Liu Xiaobo who was, of course, the the winner of the Nobel Peace Prize. And uh, it's an honor to have him as well, uh, part of this group of very outspoken, uh, courageous individuals who continue to work together for these ideas. Please help me welcome Professor Shah. Thank you so much.
6: Yeah. It's a great honor for me to be here to uh, command on speeches by some of the most distinguished uh, human rights defenders and uh, the movements of the uh, democratic movement leaders. Um, As people uh, noticed that since Xi Jinping assumed the power uh, since uh, I think in March of 2013 and China getting uh, more and more uh, tightened in the the atmosphere either in ideological or economic fields. And so I would say it's a... uh, Kind of a regression towards Cultural Revolution error, Mao's error, and uh, the deteriorating uh, uh, situation of human rights became averse As more than 2,000 persons have been persecuted and arrested since Xi Jinping assumed power, uh, there's a lot of her, uh, serious crackdown. Uh, in those uh, specific areas like uh, Xinjiang, vigorous autonomous regions, and Tibetan Mongolian regions. And nowadays, the Chinese regime take advantage of the anti-terrorism. They said those uh, protesters, when they assume some uh, violence against the party and the army and the local policemen, they will say they are terrorisms so they can kill them without any trials, without any evidence proven. So they, can, they got order to kill them immediately with guns, and even machine guns. So that's a serious situation. Maybe the worst uh, in the past 20 years. So I feel very sad, sad about the person's feelings and atmosphere, and many of the, my friends and colleagues they were arrested and put in jail, like a uh, uh, famous uh, lawyer, uh, Fu Zhiqiang, and journalist uh, Gao Yu, and Xu Zhiyong, and other uh, uh, leaders, human rights leaders, and uh, the scholars. And in, during these uh, holidays, uh, I mean the National Day holidays, uh, more than 20 persons has been stopped at the border when they try to travel overseas, and the, the excuse is that uh, they might be in danger uh in the national security. That's, that's ridiculous uh, because they are trying just to have a, a short trip overseas. And I got the recent message that uh, the scholars in the universities, they were ordered to hand in their uh, personal passports because they're not allowed to go overseas and, and they have to hand in their personal passports. Uh, So the Chinese uh, government never admits that that, there's a serious violation of human rights, but I think they're holding a personal passport is a basic human right. As Chen Guangcheng mentioned, only in Shandong province has more than 200 persecuted. And in in uh, one or two years, as more people were uh, put into uh, arbitrary uh, detention, and nowadays the labor camp has been cancelled some people call that the kind of the progress but still people can very easily to put into Kan as a, a temporary uh, temporary detention house uh, the executed by policemen and many people were beaten there and they have the uh, they have the inquiry uh, with uh, you know the torture and all the other force. That's the. Uh, I mean, the people did not allowed that those people suspects to have the rest. They use uh, very big light bulbs to uh, get close, uh, just uh, to let the people lose their uh, sensation, uh, lose their sense. <clears throat> so many things prove that the Chinese regime, they don't care much about, they don't care much about human rights issue. They don't care about the response of international community. this time, when Xi Jinping visited Washington DC, when they talked with uh, Obama and other uh, officials in US, even you mentioned those issues, they don't give the direct response. And sometimes they just intentionally ignore those kind of issues. So that's kind of arrogant attitudes toward the international community. Because they think nowadays they're getting much powerful in the economy. So US and Western world should depend more on China. Like she's uh, next visit to, I mean, the she's uh, visit to Great Britain. The royal family shows respect and, and courtesy. And so many Chinese uh, so-called patriot. Patriots says, "Hey, now the the time that the world has been changed uh, since the, the imperialist countries, they all they have to obey our rule. So that's a kind of thing, official thing that we would set the rules for the world, not only the followers of the world. So now it's time for us to compete and to compete with us and to decide on the." most important things, issues in the world. So maybe it's Westerners not to realize that having realized realized that the Chinese, they have to, so confidence, I mean, in their power, in their money. And since the, the world uh, needs their money, uh, they, they are not to challenge their uh, the authority, or challenge their com- competing power, and not mentioning that the domestic protests will be a serious crackdown. So Mr. Wei Jing Shen mentioned that if we support the trade, which is, as his opinion, is unfair trade, that means we, in some way, we support the communist regime. And some people might not agree on that. They said the business is business. But in some way, how China gets uh, so, rapid, uh, so rapid development of the economy? Because they have the two advantages. One is a low level of benefits or welfare. The other one is a low level of human rights because they don't care the human's the, the basic rights. Uh, like uh, prisoners, they have a the lot of cheaper labors like the uh, prisoners and Falun Gong practitioners. They have to control, contribute their uh, their labor without compensation, and even Falun Gong practitioners, their organs has been you know cut off and trade in some way. So that's a serious situation. Uh, I would like to compare with. Uh, Hitler's uh, you know Hitler's uh, uh, practice in 1930s and 40s um, but some people say oh it's not that serious if you you know the uh, blocking of the internet and the blocking of the uh, information in China if they expose all those facts and truths you will see uh, CCP might be even cooler than Hitler because it killed more people. Just say uh, uh, Mao Zedong killed more than 80 million people in China during his uh, ruling time. So it's not exaggeration, it's actually true. So every year, thousands thousands of people were persecuted in China, even in these five years, and even the last two decades. So it never stopped. Uh, but now the situation is getting more serious. Just now Tim Byung also mentioned that in Tibet there's more than 147 people had the self-immolation. And the Chinese regime even did not pay any attention on that. They said they choose to, to die, so it's not our fault. But why those people choose self-immolation? Because they have no way to protest. They said uh, they even die. It, they'd rather to die than living in this kind of situation. So, if some people protest or have the rebelling, uh, re- rebel like uh, uh, some vigors, then people will say, "Oh, that's kind of the terrorists." If people they don't resist, they kill themselves, then the people say, "Oh, you deserve it." Uh, we we don't. We don't be, uh, uh, we will not be responsible for those days. You kill yourself. So uh, in recent years, we see there's a lot of uh, different kind of crackdown among the different ethnic groups, including uh, different NGOs, Christians, scholars, bloggers, public opinion leaders, and even the entrepreneurs and actors. Actress. Why? Because they want to make the kind of atmosphere that people fear. The people fear the regime. So Xi Jinping got power and influence like Mao Zedong. And people say another Mao Zedong came. Yeah. No, nobody there challenging his power. Just now, there several people mentioned the, the situation. Like the people, when they got persecution, seldom you can see other people there stand out to speak something for them, because if you say something, then you got trouble. So we, we just repeat those uh, famous words, not like uh, uh, Pastor uh, Martin mentions. Uh, When they killed or arrest communists, I said, I'm not communist. I didn't say anything, and so on and so forth. That happened in China, currently. So as Chen Guangcheng mentioned that we have the hope. Nowadays, the Chinese people is weakening. But on on the other hand, I see so many people, they have the brainwashing by CCP majority of the Chinese people, they still dare they not challenge the CCP regime. So when you argue with them, they said, it's fine, as far as we can live. As far as we can have some food and salary, we can live. And no matter there's some uh, serious pollution and also the poisonous foods, bad education, and low level of human rights condition. So that's too many to say, too much to say. Uh, I don't want to uh, take much time, and so I I just want to save some
0: time for uh, Q and A. Thank you. Thank you. Yes, we have some time for questions and answers. If you have a question, please raise your hand, wait for the microphone to get to you, and uh, identify yourself and your affiliation and to whom you're addressing your question, please. Go ahead. Uh,
5: my name is Theodore Gebhard. And my question is for Dr. Uh, Wei. Um, you, in your talk, in
0: your remarks, you uh, uh, talked about uh, Western businesses facing um, transparent and neutral commercial law, but facing something quite different in China. What I wasn't
5: sure about is whether you were suggesting that Western businesses um, would be able to influence change in commercial law in China or not. And I'm wondering if you could clarify that
3: What I meant is in
4: United States there is a normal legal system and, but in China, there isn't. So it's really dependent on authority. Authorities say this way, then it is this
3: way. Say that way, it's that way.
4: So this turned out to be a game without a referee. And you could just do whatever
3: you want. If you 表面上的,但是没有惩罚措施。Or
4: say, uh, if you say there is no rule or no referal, that's not quite right either. On the surface, there is both. However, it's lack of punitive measures.
3: 所以中国的企业可以用最廉价的劳动力, 由政府维持的最廉价的劳动力来生产商品。
4: so the result is that at the Chinese enterprises, they could uh, use the cheapest labor with the help from the Chinese government to compete with a normal American business, which will be put
3: uh will be in a less favor position.
4: And also the product produced in China with a very low human rights standard to get into United States to compete with the, no, the American product produced under normal circumstance, of course, the American product will be put in a less favored position as well.
3: So the way to change the is to make So, both a fair
4: So therefore, you must have, if you want to change this unfair situation, you must set up a rule and carry out to make sure both sides are competing in a fair
3: uh, fair rule. Also,
4: this rule must have a punitive measure. Without punitive measures, that rule will not be able to carry that.
0: Thank you. We've done quite a bit of work on the, at the Cato Institute from a pro-free trade uh, point of view on that issue, and I would be happy to share that uh, with you. Uh, we'll have to take a question right in front, please.
7: Hi, my name is Zhang Yuan, Cato um, uh, intern here at the Cato Institute. So I will ask my question in Chinese and I translate to English myself. Uh, 距離天安門事件已經過去了 uh, um,
0: Let's keep uh, the questions uh, brief, please.
7: All right, okay, so there are like two questions. One is it's 26 years after the Tiananmen, Tiananmen Square, so I just want some reflections from the leaders of the democ- uh, democracy movement, and secondly, uh, the Chinese students um, uh, are among the uh, biggest population in international students in the United States. And what have you done to uh, reach out to those students and to um, um, persuade them to join the v- movement? Thank
3: you very much. I'll
4: answer the second question.
3: 就是说我其实到很多大学讲演。<laughs> 不光在美国, 在英国, 在法国, 在德国, I have given
4: lectures in many universities, not just
3: the United States, also France, Germany, and England.
4: Uh, those Chinese students overseas are very interested uh, of China, especially Chinese democratic process. However, due to the interference and pressure from the Chinese government, they do not dare to continue their relationship or in a further uh,
3: relationship in depth. <laughs> and uh,
4: everyone are very realistic because if you devote yourself to democracy movement, you are not going to make money.
3: <laughs> so now it's still in low tide. Did
0: you want to say
4: anything? Mm-hmm. No? Uh, I, can, uh, okay.
5: I can answer yeah. briefly the first question. Um, um, The Tiananmen massacre, you know, since 1999, uh, um, that uh, for uh, a short time, uh, China, Chinese government's the, the, the massacres uh, was uh, sanctioned and isolated, so they were facing uh, the international pressure. But uh, but unfortunately, uh, it uh, didn't last long. Um, uh, so, uh, so uh, I think uh, we can say today that it's wrong to delink the the, the business uh, to to human rights, and it's wrong to um, to assume that uh, China will democratize uh, when having a market economy or, or so-called middle class. And uh, it's wrong um, for the Western uh, world to continue the policy of appeasement.
6: Uh, I'd like to add a few words. Uh, when I uh, was teaching in Peking University, I found the students uh, they try to avoid uh, so-called uh, sensitive issues. So they always ask the questions, "How can I improve my skill and get a higher salary in the market?" And, and they never pay much attention to that. Even they got the opportunities to study abroad. It's still they feel if they're, as far as they, they will return to China. They will not uh, involve any sensitive issues or contact any sensitive persons or institutions. So I, I'd like to uh, pass the opportunity to my friend and one of the uh, leader of uh, democratic movements overseas, Yang Jianli, please. Uh, you, you add something, yeah,
8: please. Mm-hmm. So you put me on the spot. <laughs> <laughs> I, I was intend- not intending to say anything. Mm-hmm. But thank you for uh, everybody on the stage. And um, there are a lot of things to share with you about uh, overseas uh, movement. I don't think we have uh, much time. But in any case, um, uh, I think um, there must be four conditions to come together for China to have a real uh, transition. Number one is there is general rebost uh, uh, discontent with the government from people, which is existing. Chinese government uh, has never lacked enemies. It's, uh, you know, Chinese government does not lack enemies, according to uh, uh, my colleagues on the stage. Number two, viable democracy movement. So that's something actually we are working on. So there's not uh, such thing as a viable democracy movement inside China Yet, number three, uh, the cracks uh, in the leadership of China. So this thing is uh, has a lot to do with uh, uh, the first and the second, of course. Uh, the more viable the democracy uh, movement is, the more likely there's going to be a crack in the leadership. And number four uh, condition is international recognition of the moment to change and uh, international support Sorry for to the transition. Of
6: course, we need you to answer on the students' issue. Uh, how okay. to influence the overseas So that's something
8: we are working on. The student uh, issue is, uh, uh, you know, we uh, reach out to students, um, uh, you know, in different ways. Uh, uh, as Professor Xia just said, um, now that I, you know, I have little different uh, view on the students. Students they are more important, uh, more independent than we were 30 years ago on uh, university campus. They're independent. They may not necessarily full, uh, fully support what we are saying, neither for the government. So they have their independent uh, orientation about uh, what's going on. But one thing we cannot overlook, that is they still have a fear. Fear factor still works. Because you know, they still think they will go back to China, to pursue their uh, future career there. They don't want to jeopardize their future. So that's the fear factor uh, still working. Uh, I just give you one example. When I returned from Beijing from a uh, prison, not long after that, I gave a talk at Harvard, and I talked about the fear factors, you know, how fear works in China's society, and here, even United States. One scholar from China stood up, challenging me, say, we, you know, we have no fear in China. <laughs> no, no. I, I said, yes, uh, if you are right, uh, let's say you must have something. You are critical of Chinese government. Chinese government is, no, is not perfect. As an intellectual, you have to look at the things you want to be critical of a government to make uh, it to improve. He said, no, I cannot do it, because I have to go back to China. So (laughs) that's the situation. Okay, thank you.
0: Thanks. Okay. Uh, Just, I'll pick the the people who had their hands up at the beginning, go ahead. We have time for just a few more questions. Uh, My name is Michael Bucklew, and thank you very much for the lecture today. So I want to ask, So we've seen different examples in different countries, such as using economic pressure in South Africa with the divestment movement in the 1980s, uh, domestic protest movements in Korea in the 1980s, and some international contacts with Chinese students in the United States. So this is directed to the general panel. What combination of economic, social, and political pressure do you see within China and outside of China can and should be applied to affect political change within China?
1: Okay。我觉得实际上
2: my personal, uh, my personal take on this is that um, every little thing that we do and say actually evokes a very clear reaction on the part of the party. Um, but what it fears above all is that there will be such a flurry that it wouldn't be able to respond. And so what it does is actually it feigns indifference, even though it may not be able to fall asleep at night.
1: Uh, my take,
2: my personal experience when I was in China was that any sort of international advocacy um, would then have the central government issuing orders directly to the local government. And that's such a strong response that it pretty much tells you uh, what kind of impact you're having.
1: So I think what
2: we have to do now is to focus um, directly working with the people of China and not just looking at what the government wants and what it does. And that in and it of itself would already bring about the kind of uh, chain
1: reaction that you're asking about. Uh, That's
2: what the government fears the most. And that's the criterion that we want to use, is whatever it it doesn't want, we would do.
6: Thank you.
0: Okay. Uh, We have time for at least one last question. Let's take take it right there.
6: Uh, Thank you. Right now,
0: could you there please is a, identify yourself
6: please? Oh: Henry, uh, Henry Lee, from the Chinese Scholar Friendship Association. Uh, right now there is a very popular opinion inside China. that's been the President Xi will take care of the uh, political reform, including the human rights uh, reform, after he can 100 percent control the government. Uh, I want to hear from the speaker. How do you evaluate?
1: Thank you.
5: Uh, yes. Um, um, yeah. Many people believe that uh, Xi Jinping will uh, take some reform, will go towards uh, rule of law or, or democracy after uh, uh, he had uh, uh, total control. Uh, but I, uh, but uh, I think he's totally wrong. Uh, I I don't believe that because we have seen so many facts that uh, Xi Jinping uh, intentionally and uh, severely uh, cracked down the whole uh, civil society. And and he didn't uh, release Liu Xiaobo, Gao Yu, Ilham Togdi, and and all these political prisoners. He arrested so many uh, dissidents and activists. And and, uh, uh, so all these uh, comprehensive uh, persecution on uh, civil society. Prove that
1: uh, uh, he will not uh, lead China to democracy um, definitely. i to you uh, I want to share um,
2: what the, what actually a lot of people in China have uh, in terms of their take on this. So there's a, a ongoing joke um, on the web saying, you know, look, if you're driving a lemon and you refuse to change the motor or the brakes and... You know, Why in the world then would you think that if you just switch the driver, that that's going to do anything, especially if this car is currently driving in the opposite direction as everybody else?
1: <laughs> oh, sorry. So, I think that the
2: and so, the only factor of change we need to look at is that there should be sufficient pressure from uh, below to uh, to affect that change. Even if Xi Jinping were to make any changes in the future, that would only have been in response to what the people forced
1: him to do. Uh, 最后我想说,
2: and my last point is that even if Xi Jinping were to say tomorrow morning that let's change things, I would still say tonight, then let's all press on.
3: 刚才光成讲得非常好啊。talked very well. 都是内外两种压力。
4: Look at the change in the former Soviet Union, South Africa, even Taiwan. How did they change? It's because they receive pressure
3: both from inside and outside.
4: And unfortunately, the American government, due to so many business, uh, wants to do business in China, and so American government has not applied as much pressure, not only the pressure is less and less, and even to the degree that some one say they really
3: brown their nose. <laughs> Send uh, uh, And I want
4: to remind that the, the the opposition within China has become stronger and stronger. Unfortunately, the pressure from the international society is really small, and that's why we didn't, we have not seen much change in
3: China.那么，我们作为在海外的这些中国民主运动的活动人士呢，主要的一项很重要的工作就是，呃，给国内的人们更多的信息，包括给他们更多的引导，促使他们给中国政府越来越大的压力。
4: so therefore, for the overseas uh, democracy activists from China like us, one of the very important job we have work we have to do is to feed the information, including the guidance to people inside of China, as to increase this
3: pressure. But I think, the suppression. of the government The
4: However, due to lack of international pressure, I'm afraid that the Chinese government, uh, Chinese people, just have to keep their struggle to the degree that uh, the Chinese government cannot continue and collapse, and that we are causing a big chaos in China.
3: So, international very important This is a
4: So therefore, it's a very important time for the international society to pitch in and apply their pressure, because this will be important condition for China to have a peaceful evolution. Thank you.
0: Thanks very much. At least we can all agree that pressure from inside of China and from below is key to to change there, and I'm happy to hear some optimistic notes from, from this panel. I want to thank our panelists, our very distinguished panelists, for sharing their time with us today. We've run out of time. Thank you for joining us, and please join me in thanking them.